Welcome, Kelly. It's so good to see you. We are, uh, the roles are reversed. I, I see you on the screen right now, and I see myself uh, in a different place geographically. I'm in Germany. <laughs> so I see both of you on the screen via Zoom meeting, and I, I, it's different. Yeah, now you know what it's like to be a guest. I know, but yeah. I love it. I, I love it, and I'm so excited to talk to Kelly about ADHD not medicating ADHD and hearing about her training she went to. Yeah, tell us. Hello. It's cold here. Let me say that first of all. Yeah. It's cold in Ohio. <laughs> oh, wait, yes. who are you? Who am I? <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is a great question. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm Kelly Skaggs. Hello. Um, I'm a therapist here at Holistic Wellness. I also have a small practice in Florida. Um, I don't know. Who am I? What do I do? I do, okay, so I do ADHD assessments uh, for adults, uh, like full comprehension of like testing and that sort of thing. Um, but then I also just love neurodivergence in general and the weirdness of brains and how it functions so differently and how there's so much gray. I love gray, you know, black and white. So yeah. fun. I love gray. And you're wearing a gray sweater. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I'm wearing a gray sweater. You know. You know. So I, I hear you went to an ADHD training mm -hmm. and you said there was lots of awesome, good information. So I figured yeah. you could share with our listeners about what you learned. So this training that I did was different in the sense of um, they really looked at ADHD and neurodivergence in general. It was really neurodivergence in general kind of training, but with a heavy focus on ADHD. Um, and they really looked at lived experience, which I th in my assessments is something that I'm, you know, of course, assessing for, but the lived experience is so different from like the medical model, what they talk about mm. and medical model we have, and it's there for a reason. So when I say medical model, what that means is like criteria in the DSM, the like check boxes, you know, you have to meet this criteria in this amount of time and blah, 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 that we follow, you know, for diagnostics. Um, and this training was just, I don't know, just really cool to like reframe that narrative. Um, it also talked a lot about, um, how ADHD impacts relationships, both like with a romantic partner um, and family and that sort of thing. Um, talked about a lot of alternatives to uh, stimulant medication, both with like other medication and then also, you know, over-the-counter stuff and exercise and all that other stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But another thing it really talked about that really struck me was ableism and how ableism plays a role with Okay, so let me see if I can, like, trigger my brain here because it's a Friday, so <laughs> bear with me here. And I'm, like, on the borderline of being too caffeinated, mm. and sometimes that puts me into, like, a crazy state. So oh, I feel that. Woo! Yeah, I thought I saw some crazy eyes when, when we started <laughs> I saw a patient this morning and thank heavens it's a patient I've seen for years. So she's seen me very uh -huh. caffeinated and very uncaffeinated. And so she's like, you're caffeinated this morning, aren't you? And I was like, 
I sure am. <laughs> I'm having a coffee, so I might reach that point, but I ate something, so hopefully not. That's why I had my applesauce just And now. I am just on cough go. syrup because I picked up some respiratory stuff. Oh, so the, the I'm good stuff. keep drinking the cough syrup. <laughs> We're all going to be crazy today. <laughs> As we talk about unmedicated while we medicate ourselves. <laughs> Self-medication. Okay, so what I thought was super interesting, I'm not a med person. I'm, you know, I'm a therapist, but they talked about how different types of medication classes can also help. So she talked about, I don't know, and you can like come in here to look too, but she talks about yes, um, yes. a mood stabilizer for how some yeah, people mm-hmm. is very, oh. very effective. And that um, makes so much sense. Um, yes. And then also people too with different antidepressants or anti um, depression meds, antidepression meds, antidepressants. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that was just an interesting, like, it doesn't always have to be that, like, stimulant or even Shatera or whatever it was. Um, yeah, so that was interesting, too. Um, so basically, like, differential diagnoses, they don't believe that some of the people that have are diagnosed with ADHD, they might be even suffering from depression, anxiety, or some other things. So mm-hmm. when you prescribe them an antidepressant, sometimes the symptoms improve. Seems yeah. like that's what they were saying. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, they also talked about too how, you know, the, of course the side effects of, of stimulant medication and how we kind of talked about that last time a little bit, but, um, so some of like the alternative, and this wasn't all from them. So hold on, let me pull this up because I've done a little bit of research on this, like myself. And I think it's so interesting. And I will caveat this with like, this is not medical advice by any sense. I do not recommend any of these over the counters. I just think they're all very interesting and very fascinating. Probably magnesium, zinc, right? Magnesium and zinc for sure. Magnesium, zinc, iron, uh, fish oil. So uh, this was one that I guess there's a crap ton of studies out there that it's improving Mm -hmm. ADHD symptoms. Um, But with benign side effects, um, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. Uh, I don't think I'm, I know how to say this one. N-acetylcysteine? How's that? Okay, so this is one that is an antioxidant, and there's strong evidence that is used when there's common co-occurring diagnosis, so substance use, cannabis dependency, or hair pulling, or skin picking, which I thought was super interesting because skin picking, hair pulling, some of that type of stuff is can be a secondary you know, a symptom of ADHD, and that is shown to be really beneficial with that. L-methylfolate, we've we've heard of that one, right? So this one is also used for folks with autism as well because it can help with depression, uh, response rates, emotional, like, um, regulation. Resp- regulation. Thank you, that kind of thing. It's indicated in depression because when you don't have the L-methylfolate or your body is not able to make L-methylfolate, you become depressed. And you also can't metabolize your medicines that you take very well. That's so interesting. So tell me about that, because isn't that what is uh, on the gene site test? So yes, isn't that part yes, of that that's yes. on there? And is that why? Yes. Yep. So that's it's cool. called, um, so Deplin is one of those medicines, kind of supplements that you can purchase also, you can purchase L-methylfolate because basically some, some people, their bodies are not able to uh, process the folic acid mm-hmm. into that that smaller particle that your body then is able to use. So even if you're buying folic acid as a supplement, your body wouldn't be able to use it. That's so interesting. Wow. So this gene test will tell you 
what your body can and can't process. Yes. Mm -hmm. So gene site testing. um, And then also, I mean, there's other companies that do it. uh, But basically, the test tells you how you metabolize medications. So for example, let's say Kelly was prescribed Lexapro and I was prescribed Lexapro, but we're both two different people. So even though it's the same medication, we are two different people. So when the chemical goes into our body, our bodies will metabolize it differently. And so it might work really well for me and work not well for Kelly. And she might get a lot of side effects. So this test, basically a saliva test because it's your DNA, uh, this test will tell us um, if I'm a provider and I'm ordering it for a patient, this test will tell me how my patient will be metabolizing some of these medications. Do any medications include some of those like antioxidants you guys were mentioning? No. Uh, so actually, uh, they should. I, I can, <laughs> yeah, I, it doesn't. Um, it, it basically, the the testing will tell you how you will metabolize medications that are prescribed. So it wouldn't, you know, necessarily tell you anything about supplements. Yeah. Which is just, yeah. you know, whole health. There's so in much information out there and you can <laughs> go into a rabbit hole, literally trying to figure this out. But, yeah. you know, what, what's really fascinating to me is uh, because we're living in a culture where we want to very fast cure something or help something, stimulants are so fast. And they help literally you take a dose and mm-hmm. you feel better, right? And, and you, you might feel better for a long time. And then you eventually have some side effects, right? Yeah. But because we want to do things fast and we have no patience, we tend to overprescribe these medications because yeah. it's like, well, you have some lack of attention. Okay, let me just prescribe you a stimulant. But it could be literally low iron. It could also right. be low zinc. It could be an imbalanced diet. It could be... Um, you know, your thyroid is not functioning properly. So, but it takes a lot of work to order all this testing and then do all this differential diagnosing to see what's really wrong. So a lot of us settle for, hey, we have 15 minutes with a patient. Mm -hmm. Let me prescribe them that stimulant and move on, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I wanted to ask you, Alicia, have you ever heard of rhodiola? Uh, Is it a virus? No, it's a over-the-counter. It's a plant, basically. This is something that I don't even mm. know how this came on my radar. Probably a year or so ago. Um, well, I bought some, and I've been doing this little mini trial on myself with it. So, uh-huh. rhodiola is a plant. It's some sort of sort of plant, right? Um, and apparently, I'm reading this, so I don't say this the wrong way. Um, it can increase the levels of neurotransmitters, serotonin, dopamine, and norepinephrine. Uh And it targets like in your frontal cortex there. And there's clinical research that indicated those with ADHD have, you know, deficient levels of dopamine. Eh, I don't know. Some research says there is, but then other research debunks that. But anyway, so it's supposed to help with um, cognitive function, essentially. Um, And I can tell a difference on the days I take it and don't take it. What do you feel? So I feel like I need less caffeine. I feel like my, so I feel like my energy is sustained. I feel like I can focus a little bit better. um, And I feel like I can sustain my focus if I'm doing something that I like don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's also though, like a lot of the, like the biggest thing with it is if you take too much of it, um, 
I don't know what can happen. I guess negative side effects, whatever. My partner has taken it from time to time too, and he has ADHD as well. Um, and he can say he's seen a difference too. Stories like like yours help me figure out, okay, this works for you. I might try it myself, you know, if, if mm-hmm. something like this works for you. you know? mm-hmm. Because I believe you, because I know you. Well, yeah. I'm also yeah. like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm a little impulsive in like, yeah. oh, that looks cool. Let me buy that and try it. Uh, but <laughs> yes. then I get the thing and I'm like, okay, wait, now let me do my research. So I'm initially very impulsive, but then, you know, uh-huh. before the action. Um, but the other thing, so like you mentioned diet. Okay, so um, when you interviewed Nina, what was that last week, two weeks ago, whatever that was? Yeah, two weeks and you ago. guys yeah. talked about ta- diet. I mean, I'd say the same exact things for ADHD, like high protein, high protein, high yeah. protein, high protein, yeah. because like mm-hmm. think about what it does for stress think about what it does for your brain yes. it keeps your like cognitive thing up there just rocking yep. and rolling how it should mm-hmm. be like fuel protein 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 um yep. and less sugar don't eliminate sugar but less sugar is you know proven to help with mm-hmm. attention and focus and like refined sugars yeah yeah okay. yeah 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 um some of the like uh what is it your how do you say it urethral or whatever Urethral, uh, like artificial sugar. I can't think of the name. Oh, of it. erythritol. Erythritol. I, I, I don't know. If that's I don't how know, you actually. say it, but I. Yeah. That um, there's I've I've seen some like differential kind of things with that that kind of your body looks at it as refined sugar, even oh. though it's not. So to be careful with that one. Yeah, um, that just made me have diarrhea. I'm sorry. No, it's yeah. okay. I don't know. I, I never tried any of that. I if I eat, I do <laughs> real sugar. Yeah. Is it Splenda that's urethral? I I don't know. So what is it with it? It, Your body views it as refined sugar, so then do you have, like, a reaction, like, the way you would if you had a cupcake or something? I think so. Yeah, it spikes your blood sugar. Um, Erythral. Erythral? I love how we're trying to figure out how to say it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Also, it could make you... Like truly shit your pants. Yeah, like, no, actually, digestive it. upset. <laughs> like, so the so don't have refined sugars. Yeah. Start your day with a nice protein. And yes, there's lots of delicious, yummy protein breakfasts. Yes. Yeah. Some people too. So like another big ADHD thing is that people have essentially blindness to hunger. Um, And so some people Mm -hmm. really truly need reminders for themselves during the day to have little snacks um, like including carbs. We didn't talk about carbs, but you need carbs. Again, literally just go listen to everything Nina said because it's the same same thing. ADHD truly is. Um, But like throughout the day, having those little like snacks because like an ADHD or if you get like hyper-focused on something – Oh shit! It's four o'clock. I, I forget to use the day. bathroom. Yeah. I forget to eat. I like forget to drink water, and then suddenly I'm like, "Wait, I feel weird." Yep. And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> but that's only when I'm well, hyper focusing. If I'm, I'm doing something I don't want to do, then I'm constantly getting up and finding something else to do." That's exactly you guys, and and so it's like then you think to yourself, "Is ADHD?" a real problem or is it that our society you know kids are forced to sit all the time right in school they are forced to not eat for a long period of time until there's some type of lunch and you get yelled uh, at for snacking by the way okay mm-hmm. right no mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is so i mean even i am like hyper over here moving yep. restless and i'm an adult uh and we're not sitting here for five or six hours right so right. yeah right 
<sighs> and there's so many studies in general just saying how movement is good and how yep. sitting down all day is not good for you. So then it's it's like there's so much conflicting information. And then I know you said you want to talk about carbs, so I wanted to make the comment that it's like you hear and cut out all carbs. No, you need carbs. No, I these know. type of carbs only. And it's like, oh, my gosh, like <laughs> – can I have this piece you, of bread? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when you look at kids, you know, kids don't really eat well-balanced meals anymore. They eat some French fries or some ketchup instead of a vegetable, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so how are they going to get all the nutrients that they need so that they can sit for a longer period of time because now their body is sustained yeah. with – yeah, yep. it's questions uh, that I have myself. One of the questions I ask in yeah. an ADHD assessment is when people were in school, I say, did you prefer to do a test or write a paper, uh, which mm -hmm. was easier because that's such an insight into like, God. you know, their brain and how it works and like mm -hmm. focus and attention. So, yeah. But the behavior so, thing, my, I was talking about this the other day with my mom. My mom's a um, BCBA. So hold on, let me see if I get this right. Board Certified Behavior Analysis. Mm -hmm. um, and there was this study with like kids with ADHD. So they did one group was behavior intervention, behavior plans, very specific kind of goals and expectations and that sort of thing. And then another group where they only did parenting classes and the parents changed their environment. The kids that were in that group performed better. Yes. Mm. So interesting. Yes. So the environment and like their structure around them. I know. I was like, that is really cool. Can we go back to the supplements? I can tell you one right now. Yeah. Um, because I found a cool study that said iron and zinc, taking both can really help with, mm -hmm. uh, with the signs and symptoms of ADHD. Ginseng. Mm -hmm. That's another one. Ginseng. Yes. The functional medicine doctor actually, initially she prescribed me um, an omega. That's what, yeah, that's the one I'm missing. Omega threes, the fatty acids. Uh -huh. But it it had so it's focus support from Nordic Naturals. If anyone's yeah. curious, that's and it has bacopa in it. Bacopa. I don't know that. Hopefully, I said that right. It says cognizant citisoline. Oh gosh, someone correct me. Um, Science. <laughs> and then bacopa extract, omega threes, EPA and DHA, and choline. I don't know. If Holy, that was I feel messy. like, hold on. I feel like I've heard of that one. You know what I, you know what my ADHD brain really needs to do? Uh -huh. I should write all these down that I like know and think of. So like in the moment, I actually have them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like 12. I totally had an ADHD moment in zone. <laughs> People will ask me that and I'll be like, um, yeah. <laughs> And I feel so stupid. I'm like, I promise I know a bunch and I've done all this research because oh I'm a nerd. God. But I can't remember. But uh, yeah, so, so, mm -hmm. is just an herb, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just supposed to help with uh, with memory. That and helps me a lot. Alzheimer's. Yeah. Oh, wow. I wonder if it helps mm -hmm. with your working memory because that's mm -hmm. an ADHD thing, like issues with yeah. working memory. It could help with that. I wonder. Mm -hmm. Might be. When I stopped taking it, I noticed slowly I would just keep forgetting little things. Like I would walk out of the house, then walk back in, then walk back out, and then walk back in, just being like, oh, I forgot this. I forgot this. Mm. Or things like that would happen more often. I can't get rid of it. Like I probably can't can't get rid of ADHD. But it was more often when I wasn't 
taking it. But now she wants me to take something called full focus from neurobiologic. So I'll try that and let you know how it is. But it has okay. um, magnesium, niacin, niacin green coffee yeah. bean extract, L-tyrosine, mm-hmm. Sam E, S, yep. adenosyl, mm-hmm. methionine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Taurine to methylglycine, bacopa. So it's like bacopa, but then a bunch of mm-hmm. other stuff. She said that's yeah. how she got through med school. So uh, it must be good. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's cool. It sounds like a bunch of good stuff. And which <laughs> one was the one that you liked, Kelly? What was that oh. one called? Uh, rhodiola. Just R- pure. Okay. Yeah. Rhodiola. What's the one that I have? Rhodiola. Rhodiola. Rosia extract. Rosia, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but the other thing that's really important, and I, this is immensely cliche to say, I know that, but is movement and exercise. Yes. So, like, okay, what we were just talking about with being sedentary all day long, a kid and an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for an ADHD, that's so hard. Literally, your frontal cortex is, like, trying yeah. so hard to stay, stay, stay on, sit, 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 sit. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end of the day, <laughs> guess what? Your energy's depleted. You have no energy to go, like, work out. Totally yeah. get it. Um, but the, like, benefits of that, it's truly, like, breaking that breaking that cycle is so important because it makes such a difference. And it's not yeah. to be like huge, huge cardio. It's like whatever works for you. Stretch for 20 minutes. Find a stretching YouTube video for 20 minutes. That's movement of your body. It's getting elasticity. I mean, like so important, especially for ADHD. I mean, mm-hmm. I tell people too, in the middle of the day, if you're feeling restless, like stand up, change your environment, walk outside for two seconds. You don't have to Take a five-minute, ten-minute walk. Walk outside for two seconds. Um, mm-hmm. Close your eyes and look at the sun. Okay. Yeah. Right. And like that in general, just that little simple thing um, is going to snap your like nervous system to where you can like reset yourself and like okay, go sit back down. All right, here, let's try this again. That works so much for me. The exercise and that like I will have like tea breaks and mm-hmm. just that sounds like I'm talking about weed, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Like act, I'll make tea and then I'll go sit outside for a bit and I'll set a timer because I could easily mm-hmm. get lost mm-hmm. like 10 minutes and then I'll go inside and just being outside is so nice and mm-hmm. just does something. And then the exercise thing, I really liked what you mentioned because that's what I noticed is like the key component to breaking the cycle that I get in like when I'm not taking care of myself and doing all those things, my ADHD is way worse. Everything just falls apart, like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I have like a, a limit. Like if I don't work out for a day, I'm fine. Two days, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I might get out of the habit. Three days, I'm going to really have to use all my willpower to work out. But then once I do mm-hmm. that, it gets the momentum. And then I can like leave the house two, three times and then still have energy to work out. Because mm-hmm. usually if I'm not, g- getting to do that is so hard. It's just like, yeah. The first time's the hardest. It is. Yeah. It's like getting – breaking the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it. Yeah. Um, I just love about this conversation that we are going kind of in a circle and there's so much good information, <laughs> but we're just like a little bit here, a little bit there. It's so ADHD. <laughs> energy, you know, but it's awesome. You need to and, put you like know, a like warning sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to say is people are always looking for something easy, right? Something yeah. that would be fast, easy, some type of quick solution. And sometimes there isn't. Sometimes it's a kind of like you have to create your own magic combination 
that's going to work for you. And it yeah. might be ex exercise routine plus, you know, maybe uh, some supplements, maybe eating a little differently and maybe taking, you know, that full focus or radiola or some other supplements too. So mm -hmm. I think that's so important. Yeah, because mm -hmm. uh, there's so much, you know, when I go on Instagram, for example, people are like, oh, want to ha be mm -hmm. more focused, do this. And then I have to think, okay, is this for a neurotypical person or right. not? Because we nothing's one size fits all probably even right. for neurotypical people no, no. Uh, nothing is one size fits all and there's all these things that are like just do these five things and your life will be better um read this in the morning do a journal thing do this but like is it okay if i just switch my routine every few days like i'm still yes. doing the <laughs> basics but can i instead of reading for five minutes in the morning what if i sit outside and drink my tea or like something i don't know i just feel like there's so much structure even in taking care of ourselves yeah. um, yes. that I struggle with or struggled with. I'm not as hard on myself anymore. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring yeah. that up. I mean, I mean, it could be variety. as simple as, you know, not eating enough meat and uh, you don't have enough protein and you have a lot of fatigue and then restlessness, you know, because maybe your body is just trying to compensate for something, you know, so um, so I think just looking at everything and finding a good physician, a good, good Kelly somewhere uh, that would assess for all of those things. So having even a therapist and then someone else like a medical uh, provider that that is good or a functional medicine provider that can assess fully what else is going on, because it could be a combo of ADHD and some, you know, in deficiencies in vitamins and supplements. And so maybe you don't need Adderall. Maybe you really just need some other changes in your in your lifestyle what about taking stimulants as needed and then the majority of the time doing some of these non-medication alternatives that we discussed today what do you guys think about it because i think both of you tried maybe some stimulants <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'm not sure how to i'm not sure how to answer that because i feel like sometimes i would have I would do would do that, but I don't know like medically if that's okay. But like every now and then, you know, I think it's okay because the, the reason <laughs> yeah. why is so antidepressants you have to take them consistently for six to eight weeks before you yeah. really fully mm -hmm. notice their full effect. Um, but but with like Adderall, Vivians, they kick in faster, and the half life, which means you know how quickly that medicine is out of your body, is pretty quick. Within 24 hours, that should be out of your body. So you kind of have to take it every day if you want to see the effect of the medicine. But let's say it's the weekend and you know you don't have to be as focused, then I would say, why take it then? Mm -hmm. if, if there, are, Especially if there's some side effects that you have to cope with, like maybe some insomnia. Why would you be taking that medicine on a day that maybe you don't need to be as focused, you don't need to be doing whatever it is, so... I think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense too now that you say it because I know a lot of like kids won't take it on the weekend. Like they mm -hmm. only take it during the school day or they won't take it during holiday breaks and stuff like that. That's what you I know, hear. And, you know, and, and, and every time I say something, I'm like, but wait, but like <laughs> this situation, you know, so like if it's Tratera, which is considered ADHD medication because it's a, um, a norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor that one you would want to be taking every day. What's that? <laughs> so um, so neuropinephrine has to do, it's a 
a neurotransmitter that has to do with attention as well. Okay. And so when there's a little more of it, we can focus a little better. So we kind of make your body um, hold on to it a little longer. I guess I don't. I don't know how to better explain. Interesting. It. Okay. Um, that, I mean, that makes sense. So when it's taken into the cell, I would want to draw a diagram and show you like when it's taken into the cell, <laughs> then you don't benefit from it as much. So we try to keep the norepinephrine between the cell in the cell cleft, kind of in between the cells. Um, and for that, you have to take it every day. Okay. Um, but Adderall, the ones that are so fast out of your body, the stimulants, I think it's fine. You can just not take it for mm -hmm. a few days and then take it maybe on the days that you need it. I had a therapist explain it to me like coffee. Like, you know, it'll be out okay. by a certain time. You could drink it when you need take. Well, take it when you need it like a coffee. But, and, and then you can. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I would argue like coffee if I have it very frequently and then I stop. There is an effect. But I, I don't so think I had that, that from true. Adderall. So the same with a stimulant. So if you if you're taking it, let's say for two months every day, mm. and then you suddenly stop it for two days or three days, there might be even more inattention, even more issues for those two or three days, right? So so it's kind of like taking a blood pressure medicine. If you're always keeping something down and then you stop taking it, then you might see a rebound effect, mm. right? Like something is more of an issue. Mm. So so I think you just have to know yourself and and just you, you kind of have to experiment a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. with some of these medicines. It's not blood pressure medicine. Now, there are blood pressure medicines for ADHD, like clonidine, folk, uh, not focalin, oh. but uh, goodness, I can't even remember right now. But clonidine, basically, that's the uh, that's which the one's, uh, which one's in Tunev? That's that's uh, there you go. Is Thank that the you. blood pressure one? Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. And then the other one they mentioned um, yesterday, guanfacine. Guanfacine, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So people take blood pressure medications to treat ADHD symptoms? Yes, yes. Is it for like hyperactivity? Or like so, what is yeah, the, what is, is it? So I am not an expert in ADHD, but when I prescribe something, you know, sort of like if I see someone for ADHD, this is this is the pool of the medicines I can pull from. Mm -hmm. I view those medicines that are used for basically they lower your blood pressure. I see them more as something that uh, would be for hyperactivity. So for kids, more appropriate for kids than for adults, because most more often kids are the ones that are hyper and it's causing them issues in school. It's less frequently that adults are so hyper that it's causing them issues at work. Right. And most of the time when adults have ADHD, they will pick jobs mm -hmm. that are, going along with their hyperactivity. So like mm -hmm. Kelly might have a job where she's an entrepreneur and she can move around quite a bit when she needs to. So she can schedule her own day however she wants to. Mm -hmm. Right, Kelly? Mm -hmm. I love being a therapist and I love seeing therapy clients, but like back to back, oh my gosh, you would not want me. Mm -hmm. You would not want to see me. I'd be like jello. I'd be like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's yeah. why I do so many so, different things because it works for my brain. So I think adults frequently that are aware of this quality that they have, they will be drawn to careers that are entrepreneurs. They can yeah. schedule their own days. They can they can go along more with their body rather mm -hmm. than forcing themselves in an environment. So they may not survive in a job where they have to sit for eight hours uh, or they're constantly on the clock. You know, they have to check in with somebody. They might have to do jobs like maybe 
uh, business where they mow lawns or they, you know, where they maybe it's more active if they're so hyper. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and as I'm doing some of these like assessments and stuff, part of like that, like medical model DSM criteria is that mm-hmm. it impacts <clears throat> um, two or more settings of their life. So home, school, work, whatever, social. Um, and someone who is in one of those jobs that's conducive to their ADHD, like they're a server, there's lots of stimulation. That's what yep. they need. Okay. So it's not impacting their, their work setting in that moment, but I also have to assess for that because like there's a reason why they're doing that. And so I have to kind of talk about, okay, well, what have you had in the past? Like, Mm. you know. Yeah. And so the other thing that like blood pressure medicines will do, like the guanfacine or clonidine. So let's say somebody's taking Adderall and it has a little bit of that irritability side effect or a little bit more aggression for some kids. And then we put them on clonidine because that will calm down that side effect that Adderall might have. Basically, we try to make our kids sleep anymore, right? <laughs> they cause less problems that way. No, I'm just kidding. But, but but that's, I mean, essentially, sometimes that's how it feels like, you know, schools like their kids to be sitting, not moving around a lot, not talking, right? So uh, ableism, structures that are set up yep. for people that their brains work one way. And if someone else's brain works a little different, then we try to force them to work this way, right? Pull them this way. Like eliminating some of the punishment for a kid mm, needing yes. to move around. Like he can't help it. Like their little bodies just want to like wiggle and squirm. Yeah. They're growing. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason I could not work with kids because I would look at it like that. I'm like, well, you're just doing what you what you want to do. Like yeah. I don't see why you got in trouble. I'd be like, yeah, fuck that school. You yeah. know? <laughs> I have a therapist and she has like a box of like adult toys and then she and then I would always like, like sex toys? No, 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 no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Like adult fidget <laughs> toys. Hey, Kelly. Hey, uh, Kelly, thank you for doing this. Usually it's me doing sex toys. So I'd like somebody else to go over that role. When you said the coffee thing, you said coffee comes out of you earlier. I was get I was thinking, yeah, coffee comes out of me about noon. <laughs> you know, like okay. <laughs> um no, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I'm trying to adult remember. toys. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So my therapist uh, has like a a basket of like adult fidget toys. <laughs> I guess that would. I don't know if that's the correct terms, but sex toys probably are in there too. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I didn't see any unfortunately, but she has like play doh and like worry yeah. dolls and like different things, and then she has more toys that I haven't explored yet. I've only used. I've only. Um, gone in one basket yet but and I don't do it every time but there were some times where I'll like I like I remember my first few sessions I would just sit there and then because she was re- <laughs> she's relatively new uh with me um so I'll, sometimes I would just sit there and I would and this is somatic therapy mixed with talk therapy so I guess she's also evaluating me and then I was one time I was like can I just put my feet up and she's like yeah, you can do whatever you want. You can lay down, you yeah. can stand up. And I was like, wait, really? And then when I laid down, I noticed I would start zoning out. And I was like, sorry, I keep zoning out. And she's like, no, go ahead and zone out. And I was like, wait, I'm allowed? And then she, and then she was like, yeah, your brain will do that to kind of regulate you. And then just even just having permission to be able to do these things that were, at least mm-hmm. I was constantly fighting, constantly fighting zoning out, Constantly fighting the want to like stand up, walk around, turn around, do this. Just to have that permission was so nice. Yeah. It took so much pressure off of me. Yeah. 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 Being able to just like 
and it is, it's a regulation of mm-hmm. emotion with being able to do a sensation that you yeah. feel, right? Yeah, like yeah. a big thing I'm working on, and maybe this will be my naked truth. So my naked truth is that, well, I was explaining, so my therapist, she she's teaching me about basically trusting my body and to build trust, it goes both ways. So when my body needs something, I I allow it to do that um, and to listen to it. So, okay, I need to use the bathroom instead of by, I mean, I know that overlaps with ADHD a bit, but like sometimes I'll be like, no, I need to stay here. I shouldn't bother anyone. It's like, no, ask permission or just say, excuse me, because that's a huge deal for me for whatever reason. Um, and just go to the bathroom and just teaching my body that it can trust me. I can trust it and stuff like that. So that's my naked truth. I'm leaning into honoring myself and not shaming myself because I heard something on a podcast, an ADHD podcast, that ADHD has a 100% relapse rate. So I'm not going to be perfect <laughs> all the time. So true though, yeah. Yeah, I'm always going to fall back and forget my keys when I'm a mile away and then forget I to lock the door. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So... To be easy on myself. Being That's gentle with yourself. Yeah. It's it's okay yeah. because nobody is experiencing a consequence of that like harshness to yourself other than you. Yeah. Right? So why why do that to yourself? It's literally impacting no one but yourself. So why do that to yourself? And making things worse, honestly. Yeah. 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 Mm, Kelly, you want to go with your naked truth? I literally just like quite – Literally two seconds ago, it was like, yeah, that's it. it. Now. <laughs> oh, no. Now it's gone. ADHD podcast. <laughs> oh, 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 now yeah. I got it. Okay, so I guess my na- naked truth is uh, kind of in in the um, realm of what we were talking about in terms of identity of, oh, bubbly, happy person, yes, because you're hyperactive and that sort of thing, um, that just because you have any diagnosis, but in this case, ADHD in particular, you don't have to give ADHD credit for that. Like that's you. I can still say, yes, I'm outgoing and I am me and this is lovely and I'm talkative and bubbly. Um, I don't have to say, oh, that's just my ADHD. I'm allowed to if I want to, but I'm also allowed to just claim it and live it and be that way. I know it's bubbly all the time. Yeah. No. I'm still me when I'm bubbling. I'm still me when I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I have B- I have BRF most of the time, so. BRF. RBF. RBF. Damn it. Damn it. Immigrants. They always confuse the acronyms. <laughs> I love how I'm an immigrant correcting you. <laughs> I know. That's so cute. But I was going to say my naked truth for today is that I remember when I felt that I had ADHD was when I was going through my divorce. I literally could not focus on anything. I couldn't focus on listening to people. I would forget everything. So I think sometimes we're going through trauma or through a very stressful, highly stressful situation. And our brain starts working differently. And we might think that we have ADHD but literally something really stressful is going on and our body's reacting to it. So I always think, you know, as a provider, I always want to be mindful of what are the circumstances that brought this person into my office because everyone wants quick solutions, but at the same time, there could be something very different going on than what they think the answer is. I did want to share a cool cool resource that a client shared with me, uh, actually, and I think it's the coolest thing ever. 
There is a website called Focusmate. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard oh, of Body this? doubling? What? Yes. You've heard of this? Yeah. It's literally a th- like you log on and there's somebody there that you say, hey, what are you working on? Okay, cool. This is what I'm working on. And you just sit there with a person and you are just productive. Wow. It's like the accountability. So helpful. Mind blown. So helpful. So cool. Cleaning the house with my partner is so much better than cleaning alone. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm doing my chore, it's like, can you just do your chore so I feel mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It just does something. My partner has ADHD and we uh-huh. joke all the time that like we truly should be a reality show. <laughs> uh, yeah. You should make reels then. I love seeing ADHD couples on YouTube. He'd kill me. He'd so be like, cute. absolutely not. <laughs> Our podcast. We'd be a fun podcast. Oh, yeah. I'll edit it for you. <laughs> Where can we find you? In Florida. No. <laughs> like your Instagram. <laughs> uh, my Instagram is at Kelly Skaggs LCSW. Um, so, you know, my ADHD brain, sometimes I post a crap ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I won't post for weeks. But, you know, it's fine. We I'm try. the exact same. And yeah. I beat myself up. So yeah. maybe I'm not going to shame myself. No, don't. Um, are you taking patients? Um, I'm only taking patients right now for ADHD assessments. I'm not taking ongoing therapy clients right now. <laughs> well, you guys have been a, a blast. I'm going to go and um, and relax now. So I love you guys. And it was a blast. Talk to you soon. Have fun. Bye. 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 Ciao. <laughs>